0: Hi and welcome to doing the work with Jay and Becca. We're excited today, we're gonna just uh, riff a little bit and talk and uh, roll around on our Facebook page, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Um, We've just, you know, lately had so many people on the Facebook page sharing what they're up to and we're so inspired by you that we wanted to just take an episode to acknowledge you and appreciate you and lift you up and just let you know that even though, you know, I, I for one, I, you know, I avoid Facebook like the plague just because I only have so many minutes in the day, but I, you know, I, I see you. <laughs> I want you to know that I see you, and I can't always respond to everything, but I just want you to know that I'm so inspired by what you're up to, and I'm so, it, it just, I mean, I can't even tell you, it just it moves me beyond belief that, Anything that we're doing is inspiring you to keep going and to take baby steps and to get back on the horse and to uh, you know be kind to yourself and all those things. So uh, Beck and I are looking at the page.
1: I mean, I seriously, I just do have to say, like, when anybody posts something about where they are or what they're doing or that they've been inspired by something that we do, you have to know that each one of us just like literally gets like choked up. Yeah. Like I will get like. Emotional because it just is such a. It's, you know, when we decided that we were going to do this together, I mean, I think we had no idea what that would look like. And here we are. And, you know, we are making a difference. And that is so incredibly powerful. And we're so excited for everyone who's making these shifts. You know, it's just these things that you, and when you hear them, it makes it that much more real, and we do appreciate you, and we do invite anybody who's listening and hasn't Come and join the group yet? It's if you need to know, it's it's if you look on Facebook, it's doing the work with Jay and Becca. Um, it is a private group, so you have to ask to join. So just request to join, and then we will add you right away, um, and then you can start posting from that point. But we do have it as a private group so that um, we can make sure that we you know are focused on on topic and that kind of thing. If you need a direct link, if you go to pretty much. Any of our show notes on jayandbecca.com, there will be a link within the show notes to the page. So um, if you're having a hard time finding it on Facebook, um, look on jayandbecca.com. Just open an episode and scroll through the show notes, which is another thing that I invite you to do anyway. Um, we always pull out uh, topics or books or uh, links to different things. Um, so if there's something that was mentioned on the podcast, most likely you're going to be able to find a direct link to that on our show notes. So yeah. just as a random, random aside,
0: yeah,
1: uh, those are there.
0: Absolutely. So we thought we would just scroll through, and you know, if stuff catches our eye to talk a little bit about that, and we'll see how much we get through in 30 minutes. Um, and we'll we try we can try to do this on a regular. So that um, maybe not every month or so, but, you know, like every quarter or something, we could do this. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I just noticed, see, because I'm never on the Facebook, um, was somebody talking about, it was way back in the beginning. um, Someone talking about dreams and how um, Abraham talks about how your uh, vibration, when you dream, the vibration you hold in your body ends up manifesting in your dream heard about that Mm -hmm. yeah it's really interesting so i mean i don't know what you believe around that or not but the way i heard somebody else talk about that which was teal swan was saying so if for example you're having an experience with your boss and the vibration of your boss is that that boss is angry or whatever you may end up having in your dream your boss might be an alligator Mm-hmm. You know, or something mm-hmm. that's, you know, so it'll show up, it won't be the same, but it'll show up as some sort of vibration of anger and scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that we don't want to take necessarily take our dreams as literal translations, but we could take them as what are we holding on to that we're not that we're not processing through or not, you know, not releasing. Um, and or where is there stuff to look at in our lives that that we're not vibrating what we want or we're not, you know, in alignment with what we want to create, that kind of thing. So um, I love going to sleep because it resets me.
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the world's reset reset button. I like going to sleep.
0: And I do think, you know, I know a lot of people that uh, keep track of their dreams and I did that for a while and I'm way out of practice. So that's something, this just reminds me that I want to get back into practice of documenting my dreams because my thing is I wake up and I'll be, have had this dream and I'll think, Well, I'll remember that and I'll get up and go to the bathroom. I'll get three steps away from my bed and I can't remember. It blows my mind how el- elusive they are and how you just can't keep keep a hold of them. But I do think there's stuff to learn from them. And especially if this is true, and who knows if it is, I don't know. I mean, it's all made up, right? So <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we don't know. I mean, but it's a theory that when you are sleeping, whatever your vibration is you're holding on to, you end up manifesting in a dream. It'd be then, I would assert, valuable to keep track of your dreams or at least kind of sort of pay attention to what you're focusing on, because we know that what we focused on is always getting bigger. And so it, it seems like it could to pay attention to what we're focusing on if we're really documenting our dreams, because those are, if that's, if, the, if we're going to go with that theory. Right, Oh, uh, it's definitely a theory.
1: Which I, I mean, I appreciate that because you know, you know, I, I used to be really good at remembering my dreams, and I could like, you know, spit them out and be like, oh my gosh, I had this dream last night, and such and such and such, and, and I don't know when that went away, but I've also started trying to, if I wake up, and it's something that I'm like, oh, you know, that was a, dr- that was something that was pretty intense. I try to write it down. I've got uh that was something that actually one of our listeners, um, who is a friend of mine, Mia Austin, who's a great, great woman, you should check out her work that she does. But um, she and taught, and she's, she's a, a coach. coach. Yeah, she's a coach. And she taught me about having, you know, a notebook that I have that I sort of carry around with me um, that I can just dump information into. So I used to carry it with me, like literally, and um, I've started using my phone now for that list of things that I need to get out of my head. But instead, I put it by my bed, and then I can wake up, and if I have an idea or, you know, creative inspiration or a dream, I can write it down and get that out of my head and make sure that it stays cuz it does go away so fast uh with everything else that goes through your brain. Um but you know what? I I just as I'm saying that, I realized I don't ever go back and like look at it and like think about it. So, uh analyzing it in some sort of way of like what vibration I am holding around that is a good tip. Not just write it down. Also remember to go back and actually look at it. Ah, those things, the details details
0: again just i we don't have you know we don't have a ton of time to touch on it but i love that people are even sharing and this person when she was sharing about her dreams if you read what she was sharing about in her dreams she shows up powerfully Mm -hmm. (laughs) right remember because she was like oh in that dream and this happened and then i knew what to do and i wasn't afraid and you know i love that if that there's opportunities to pay attention to your dreams also and have a moment to notice, oh, look how powerful I'm being. I love that. And this Facebook page is an opportunity to, to share how powerful people are being, and they're doing that. And that, I just can't even tell you how inspired I am um, by this. We've had, I had, we had um, people checking in. I, I don't know how, how much we want to use names, yeah. but I want to acknowledge and appreciate, I'm just going to say, start saying some first names, right? right. So we've had um, Charlene as somebody who has contributed, um, Darlene is somebody who's contributed. Um, Libby lately, good work on the treadmill. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? uh, yeah. Just talking about baby steps. Baby steps are so powerful, and being able to just have that. I mean, isn't it great when you can do 20 minutes and that's all it takes. You don't need more than 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's a baby step that almost anybody can do anything for 20 minutes. I can't plank for 20 minutes,
1: but
0: (laughs) I can do a lot of things.
1: You know what? I just looked and I'm looking back here and I just wanted to mention this. Back on June 9th, Ellen Ellen Clark, who we had on... I can't remember. I'll have to look up the exact episode that, um, but she was on a recent episode. But it was June 9th that she first stated that she listened to a live coaching session, but she was about being unhappy with where she was with her job and now we yeah. just had our episode where she's starting her new job and she is doing she created that but it was interesting that she had that time frame where she had the recognition but then she was able to come on with us and actually do a coaching session with you around that and how quickly within a few weeks she had a new job so yeah. that should be an encouragement to all of y'all who are listening out there who've been thinking yeah hmm, maybe i should do that coaching call with jay and becca yeah
0: maybe you should you know
1: she started in june and if she would have she would have had that job a lot quicker <laughs> had she worked with us <laughs>
0: back it then. She needed. but i mean think about it. it was only six months as it was yeah i know
1: it's amazing she started
0: june 9th by january 9th she had a new job she had
1: a brand new job that she's excited and in love with so
0: six months
1: insane that's so incredible so incredible
0: it is incredible and so we just um what else there's all kinds of good stuff on here there's another one from darlene posting about positive thoughts mm-hmm.
1: oh, here's one with darlene also talking about the angsty feelings that you get um that when she's listening to um episode three um with some fear dealing around family members, and that also,
0: mm-hmm. I think,
1: has been a one that's really resonated with folks. And I've heard a lot of feedback around that they've people have gone back and listened to that that episode, uh, three and four, where we talked about when I was having a specific coaching session around some family issues. So I think that that was you know, coming in and being able to have the live coaching session has been really helpful for folks as well and we've seen that frequently and being able to then just get powerful around that what a what a great opportunity
0: um and we recently had um i think it's nicolina uh taking on the uh, dealing with addiction and or quitting smoking mm-hmm. which i wanted to make sure to say be i did i think i hope i posted i meant to uh, to say be kind to yourself around that mm because there's so much that kind of stuff, man. I mean, we just did an interview with a therapist who deals with eating disorders and she was just talking about how everybody's got their stuff, right? Everybody has their their things. And for me, one of the things that smoking for me was a way that I am so clear kept people at arm's length from me. <laughs> like wow. it was my way to it was my way to escape. You know, if we have a family thing, I can always go out and smoke a cigarette, Mm -hmm. you know, and there may be a couple of people in the family that smoke, but not a ton. Right. So, and same in the world, especially as the world started turning non smoking, um, you know, and I was still a smoker, it was a way to get away from people and to put myself into, you know, just like it it was something that served me so well. Now, I also love smoking cigarettes. It is ridiculous how much I loved it and still love it and don't ever. Now I'm to the point where like, I just don't have one unless I've I'm getting drunk and I rarely ever get drunk. Like, I just don't. I, it just, I don't have time for that. Like, I, I just, it, it's a very rare thing. Um, I can't even remember the last time I had one. It must have been. I, oh, you know what? It was SantaCon because I let myself a uh, day drink at SantaCon, which for me, a good day drunk is a good time once in a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that was a SantaCon, and I had a cigarette at SantaCon nice. <laughs> after I had. You know, been day drinking for a couple of hours. <laughs> well, I guess uh, that
1: gives me the opportunity. And actually, it was one of those things where I was going to go back for her um, being brave enough to post this because I have been a closet smoker for many years. And I don't think the majority of people know. So it's funny to me that you say that it's like from a whole hold them out space, like because I hide it <laughs> like I literally like hide. Um, I don't smoke in public I don't smoke in front of people like I am very very specific about because it's like such a shame thing for me that this is something I still do yeah. um, and it's something that is yeah. on my to-do list for 2017 is to quit I have quit I have stopped um, multiple times uh, and yeah. for some reason I always do get back on the train I think it I have the opposite where, you know, I have family smokers, but I also feel like it is that, like, treat for me where it's like I get to go be, a, I guess, from be, holding people away, but it's more like my, like, five minutes of freedom. Um, and so I have to replace it. And that's what I've decided. That was kind of my thing was I need to replace it. Like, I need to find something else that I can do for five minutes that... Um, gives me that same sense of escape freedom whatever it is and I think I haven't found that yet and that's why I haven't been successful and I also haven't really this last time had the the want
0: <laughs> because I would more address I, I mean you know as your coach I would say you know that's a story that you have to replace yeah it, right oh totally yeah. Okay. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> as long as we're clear, yeah. <laughs> as long as we're clear that that's a big fat oh, story, yeah. that you have to replace it. But I would say what you do have to do is get to a place where you really want it. Because, I mean, I Jessica and I quit 100 million times. I mean, I even went for a whole year once without smoking and oh, then yeah. started again. And then we got so good at quitting that we would quit every week. Yep. Like, no kidding. Quit one day and then we'd start again on Friday. And we'd smoke all weekend, and then we'd quit on Monday. And Monday would be miserable because we'd sweat, like I sweat when I quit smoking, my God. Um, The nicotine withdrawal for me came out in sweat and sleepy, like I'd be tired and I'd be sleepy and sweaty. I'm just mean. Sleepy and sweaty (laughs) on Monday. I'm a mean, Um, mean person. And then usually by Tuesday afternoon, I'm okay. I learned that if you drink a bunch of vitamin C it helps purge it from the body so I'd drink a ton of orange juice. I mean we just got really good at quitting, but it was a miserable roller coaster that we were on where every weekend we were smoking and then during the week we were quitting and you know but we got really good at that and what finally for me and I think this is true for a lot of people is we had something for me anyway be more powerful than it was like having our foster care license when We've signed a piece of paper that said that we would follow the rules of foster care. And when you're a foster parent, you're not allowed to have a cigarette within 14 feet of a foster child.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And so that was the only – like finally there was something that was big enough that was like – you know this or be a parent right. <laughs> you know, like you're going to take on and so it was it was a possibility that was more important to me it was something that was more important to me because I'm telling you not much was more important to me than than smoking i loved it and i still swear to this day that probably when I'm, you know, eighty-five, I'll probably take it up again. I don't know. But I mean I just my point is that I enjoyed it yes. so much. I will say that when I'm sober now, it kinda like I've taken a drag of a person's cigarette when I'm haven't had anything to drink and I'm like, ah, that's gross. Um but, you know, like I said, a couple beers and I'm ready. Um but I just uh it had I had to find something bigger bigger than the cigarettes mm-hmm. that I wanted more than the mm-hmm. cigarettes. And so I think that's part of the journey. But I will say the other tool that I use all the time that may serve you and others is to start praying for the willingness. Yeah, that's an old AA trick. <laughs> like, but I use it all the time. I pray for the willingness to you know do whatever I know I yes. should do, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of thing. And to get to my, I want to get to a place of I want to because I don't think no matter what you do, exercise. Eating right, any of that stuff, if you're shooting on yourself, if you're doing it because you should, it never nope. works. Nope. I mean, it will might live, work for a short time because you're grinding it out and you're like, gonna, you know, put, do it out of willpower. Then I think it will be short lived. Yeah. But when you do it because you want to, because it's something that you, you know, really, really want for your life, then that's when it sticks. Yeah. But I would even try until you're clear that you want it but you could pray for the pray willingness. Pray for the willingness. I
1: think that's a great that's a great way. And I think there's also for me a fear around all the work that I've done to lose weight and like to get yeah. in that space that I will somehow ruin that work. And so that, that's a story that I know that I've been like just beaten in my head because I know it's a story because it, everybody says, oh, you know, you replace it with food and you just eat all the time. And I know that I've done that in the past, but I think it's because that was what I was told was what you did when you quit was that you eat instead.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's another story. It's another story. I might've, I I didn't gain weight when I quit smoking because I got kids and I was totally in action and working out and I never had that whole thing when we actually finally quit smoking i didn't gain weight i know pete that is the story that when you quit smoking you're going to gain weight but again just like you said it's a story it doesn't have to be the truth it
1: doesn't have to be the truth
0: yeah awesome what else let's see um i wanted to shout out to uh we have allison who joined us and uh, madeline who came on and been binge listening uh and was a little scared to start doing the work but excited um and uh who else? I have Julie, Shana. Julie Arlington, Crystal. and Shanna. Shanna enjoyed the. A lot of people enjoyed the uh, meditation, and it was so funny to me because when you asked me to do it, it, it was like just I'm going to do this on the spot. But I really got centered and felt like that was a little channeling time for me. And I'm so I'm so grateful that people liked it.
1: It's so good. It's so good. Seriously, folks, if you have not listened to our Christmas, not Christmas, the holiday episode um, where we did the, an extra episode for the holidays as our gift to you, Jay did a meditation that you can keep Go. I've listened to it probably 15 times. Seriously. Mm, it's so enough. good. Go listen. That's awesome. Listen.
0: That's great. Um, I wanted to, you know, there's also people who have not necessarily come onto the Facebook page, but who tell me that they're listening to us. Um, Mm -hmm. So we want to do a shout out to Molly. I just talked to Molly, uh, when was it? Sunday, who says she listens to us every day at work, um, or, you know, every week at work. So uh, I wanted to make sure to acknowledge her and say hi to her. Um, Who else? Somebody else was just telling me what a podcast is making a difference.
1: Yeah. We've had, I mean, I I think about once a week, I've got somebody who um, mentions to me, oh, this specific episode, or when you said this, or, oh gosh, I was so grateful when Jay said this, or whatever. It's been so fun to sort of see what everybody is doing, and also as we head into the new year, people um, stopping me and being like, my word of the year is... <laughs> you know and yeah. telling me what their word of the year is and I'm like good for you. I was like that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I've got several uh, emails where people have sent me you. stuff. I'm like rock on um, go do that
0: I was really inspired and then going back to the cigarette thing because um, when Nicolina posted this but here's what I want to want to point to in, in her post when she said, getting a grip and realizing that if I'm creating the things in my life, then I need to be in control of my addiction. But thanks to Jay and Becca for saying it over and over again until it's starting to sink in. I think that's how it is with, with um, creating your own reality. It's like, it's one of those things that the longer you're in the conversation, the more it seeps in as something you can get your head around because i think that at first when people tell when i tell people and some people i know when they're in my seminar and they have me be like why i'm like why are you creating it that they were like I, what are you talking about i'm not doing this <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing this and and at first you know it was it, even in my own process of getting to a place where i was bold enough to say to you why are you creating it that way rather than oh i'm you know right trying to get you to get to a place where you can see an access to being powerful. Um, for me, it was a bold move to start saying to people, why are you creating it that way? But the more I say it and the more I get response back from people of, oh, I'm starting to get it. Yeah. And, oh, I'm, you know, like it's it's so remarkable. I'm just, I again, I just keep being blown away that uh, people are starting to get that they, at least if nothing else, they're getting that their perception gives them how their life goes Heck right yeah. so that they their view or where they're sitting in the room gives them the perspective of what they see and that therefore they can shift that by moving to a different place in the room or by you know taking on a different perspective it's incredibly powerful
1: oh so powerful g- and, and and it's such a easy statement to remember too, you know, it's not all these rules or it's not all this process. It's like, why are you creating it that way? Oh, okay. You know? Um, and even, and whenever you have said it to me and I get really defensive, I'm like, Whoa, that's, that in the defensiveness of it in itself should be the, the, like my ding, ding, ding moment. Right. You know, like, uh, huh, I'm defensive. So therefore, uh, she yeah. protesteth too much so what is right. it that I'm really doing
0: but you know I was actually talking to your husband last night and he was talking about how some days you know he's like I can say to Becca you know I'm trying to see how I'm creating it this way but right now it just occurs like you know mm-hmm. it's this way like my you know this person is a jerk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, and you know I was I acknowledged him and I said but you do you, you this is what people don't you know like when it becomes normal This is what I don't think we get, and I was trying to acknowledge him for, is, like, that's not a common conversation. No. Like, that's not a common conversation for somebody to go, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I'm creating it this way, but I'm stuck in seeing it as a reality. I'm like, that's so different than, wham. my life sucks, and my boss sucks, and my – you know what I mean? Like, you're making an attempt to be powerful, and you're sharing it with your spouse – Like, that is, again, transformation is sexy. It's so sexy. that is so hot, man. I'm like, dude, I'm drooling (laughs) over you. Like, it's so much hotter than, well, life just sucks and I'm just right and... And this is how it goes, and I'm not gonna do that because that's bullshit. And that, you know, and I'm like, God, that's not sexy. <laughs> Here's what's sexy. Let me look at how I can be responsible for that, so I can make our lives better. Man, that's hot. That's so <laughs> hot. Like,
1: <laughs> like I used to always make. I used to always have a joke that, like, if um, I came home and and my husband was vacuuming, like he would get laid all the time. <laughs> you know, like that would be it. And so he would like, he jokingly would like grab the, you know, vacuum cleaner as I walked in the door. But, you know, it was like that, you know, taking, but that was the taking of the responsibility, you know, like taking of the, whatever it is. And it's the same way now. It's like when you are able to like show me the reality of it versus just coming up as a, you know, showing up as a complaint, you know, like nobody wants to, nobody wants to be around that. And even when you love that person, even when you care about them deeply and you want to help them and you want to make them better, when you don't, when they are taking responsibility for it and you realize it's not your job either, like I don't have to make it my job anymore, it opens up this other part of my heart and other part of my being that allows him to see, allows me to see him in a completely different way, which is just sexy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Transformation is definitely Transformation
1: sexy. Transformation is sexy. <laughs> There's another one that I thought was interesting, um, talking about listening to one of the episodes and having the, you know, the greatest shame hits on random uh, repeat yeah. in your head. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. I thought that was a really good way to put it because, you know, you do, you have those moments where you think, okay, I've worked through this, like I'm good, but that shame spiral when it hits and your brain just lets you go and you start to like literally get embarrassed all over again or, or
0: you break into a sweat. I mean, I I have a physical response to that. Yeah. And you're
1: like, I'm going to throw up. I can't believe I did that. I, uh, uh," you know, whatever it might've been, um, Wow. Like, how we deal with that when our brain goes idle is is so true.
0: well, and I think the most important thing, and you know, we were just talking on their last podcast about, like I just get so blown away sometimes that uh, people use the distinction small and that it really works for people. And I'm so grateful, and i'm so I just I, I've never been happier with creating this distinction of small. Mm-hmm. But that's that shame shame spiral talk about small, just I mean, man. Oh, you just yeah. feel so small. And it's such an opportunity to observe. If you can be the observer and watch yourself experience that. And that's what I've had the the ability to do, you know, in the last three or four years. It's when I hit one of those, it's fascinating to me to step back and just kind of watch and not to do my best not to respond, but just watch what my body does, where my head goes, you know, like all what and talk about, like, it's running me, I'm not running it. <laughs>
1: <It's> <laughs> like, that
0: thing, that sucker's in charge. When I'm in a shame spiral, I am powerless. Like there's just all of a sudden, my neural pattern, whatever that neural pattern is, it got created whenever just takes over and uh, I haven't had that happen a really long time but man I've definitely uh, been in a place and I think that's so much power too and being able to watch it not make yourself wrong for it love yourself through it you know being able to be kind to yourself if anything y'all this work is so much about constant forgiveness and being kind to you you know like I nobody else in the world deserves love and affection more than you. Like there's just, you deserve it just as much as anybody and being able to be the one to give it to yourself is, I think that's your higher math stuff. That's your, that's what we're not trained to do. I believe as human beings, we're not trained to love ourselves through things. And in fact, we're just, again, talking about this in the last podcast where it's like, you know, it's more honorable and or seems like we're kind of trained to just kind of kick the crap out of ourselves through it. You know, Mm -hmm. like tell ourselves to suck it up and stiff upper lipid and whatever the hell it is. Pull your big panties off, whatever, (laughs) shake it off. Yeah. Um, Or,
1: Put it in a box
0: and pretend it never happened. And pretend
1: it didn't happen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. That was right. like, and then every once in a while while I'm driving down the highway and like my brain turns off for a little bit and I'm not thinking many, suddenly that box tumbles down off the shelf and everything comes spewing out and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did all that. Uh, yeah, that and that and that hurts in such a huge way because you, especially when you think, oh, I'm good, I've let that all go. And you're like, oh no, I didn't. And so then being able to say, I forgive myself. For that, I forgive myself for the, the thing that I did. I forgive myself for reminding myself of the thing that I did. I forgive myself for freaking out about the thing that I did in this moment. I mean, there's so much, when you say constant forgiveness to me, that is such a powerful statement where I literally, and I say it out loud, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself,
0: and and, and I often wow. pat myself on the chest and give myself a nice little pat or a rub mm-hmm. on my chest. Any self stem thing that you can do for yourself that has you feel calm. We talk about heart breathing, being uh-huh. able to breathe into your heart, and just giving myself a little pat and getting to a place where I could give myself a pat and be like, yeah. "It's all right, buddy. You know, it's it's yep. okay." Being that person for myself was a huge step. When you get to that step, like you're. You're moving beyond healing and into powerfully creating. And I just, that's where I want everybody to be at that place where you're the one who's the kindest to you.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, well, we have already hit on 30 minutes. I can't believe that. Um, and just as a go. FYI that's for quit. folks, I hope that you guys have recognized we are. We have cut back the podcast to 30 minutes ish. Uh, We try to keep it around that area. We got some feedback and we found that, you know, what we want this to be for you is something that you can listen to, uh, gain as much from it as possible, uh, but in that space on a week to week basis. So when you're getting ready, when you're driving to work, when whatever it might be. Um, And so that's why we might take episodes as we move forward um it might cover a couple of different weeks uh so you might have a part one and a part two uh, so that we can keep it in that 30 minute time frame i hope that works for everybody we'd love to hear any feedback that you have always suggestions questions whatever um but use the facebook page come and let us know how things are going um ask questions um you know, and be the next uh, Ellen, and come on and get coached, and let us yeah, help that. you break through at the beginning here of 2017.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a powerful year. We're Hell excited. Yeah.
1: All righty, well, we will see you next week. Have a great week. You too. Bye, Jay. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, we have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you, and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening.
0: Stay connected, and most importantly, be kind to you.
1: Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week.
0: See you next week.